Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. The beauty of being this sort of hybrid comedy painting account is that we got to be very clear from the outset that we're clowns trying to figure it out and that if we make a mistake, it's sort of, we're learning. I think people like to watch us learn as much as they like to watch something turn out perfect. Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Lori Gunning-Grossman. Today on the show, we have the founders of Very Gay Paint, Nicholas Shepard and Jensen Titus. They are comedians, boyfriends, and as they call themselves, accidental muralists. I personally first heard of Very Gay Paint through a co-worker at Hunker who mentioned them to me during an editorial meeting. So that day, I immediately checked out their Instagram page. I saw photos of their murals, and I knew I wanted one of their designs in my home. So... I reached out to them. We had a consultation. We did a bit of back and forth about ideas. And then they came to my home and painted two walls around my dining table. The design was ultimately one that the fellow suggested because I figured they're the pros. And it's perfect. Nick and Jensen are charming, funny, and talented joy makers. I love having their art in my home. It makes me and everyone else who sees it smile. Of course, when we launched this podcast, I knew I had to have them on the show. In this conversation, we talk about how the pandemic played a role in the birth of variegate paint, how they apply their clown skills to their design work, how their hybrid comedy painting Instagram account has garnered over 94,000 followers in a little over a year, and also how queerness is central to their brand. If you don't know about variegate paint, it's time you do. So let's welcome our guests, Nick and Jensen. Hi, you handsome fellas. Hi. I was thinking about you guys because you have these two talents that you've put together. So you are comedians, and then you're also these very talented painters, muralists, which I don't know of anybody else who does that. 
What a gift to have no one else in the field doing the same thing as you. I could not ask for a better situation. There was competition, the way that we would act, the way that we would behave. (laughs) The hits we would have to take out. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the birth of Very Gay Paint. For sure. How it all came together for you. Well, performing came first very, very early. Because we were both doing theater in Philadelphia when we met. Yeah. And so we were performers, we were theater actors. Mm. Um, we were doing a little bit of comedy, but we were dabbling in comedy in Philadelphia. Yeah. And then we moved to LA together in 2018. In 2018. And we started sort of full speed ahead with the comedy stuff. Yeah. We, we were like, maybe we'll do acting, but then the acting uh, world in LA is um, insane. I bet. And then, you know, so we were doing that. We were producing shows together, we were taking class, we were teaching class we were like we were doing as much as we could mm-hmm. like we were working so hard and then something really specific and unique happened to us which is that there was a global pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that obviously all of our comedy shows stopped we were trapped in our our little basement apartment because you they were like don't go out don't do it and we said absolutely and so yeah we were stuck in this one room for probably about a month and a half before we got to painting it Nick was like, I have to make this space livable because it was just dark. It was cute. Nick had done a good job, but then he was like, I want to paint a mural. And I was like, go for it. You do your thing. I'm a big nester. So it was actually kind of a nice opportunity when the pandemic started for me to be like, let me get my little hands on our little home. Oh, yeah. I was browsing around on the internet because like everyone else, it became time to nest and to get really serious about nesting because we couldn't leave our home. And so, yeah, I started to come across all these images of like um, accent walls that have been hand painted, like mostly from cafes and things. And I was like, why haven't I ever seen this in somebody's house? Why were you searching for walls or did it just pop up for you? I don't know if maybe algorithms on my social media had figured out that I love looking at cute little rooms. Mm, I just want to see cute little rooms on Instagram. I want to look at them. I want to imagine that I'm in them. Yeah, And I have zero interest in that. (laughs) <laughs> I like that he does it because then I get to be in a cute room, but I've never had the inkling in my life. Mm-hmm. And so then Nick saw this hand-painted wall mural and was like, I could do that. Yeah. And then I did one. We were living in a little basement studio apartment and I did a mural on the wall behind her bed. And he was doing it and I was like, oh, it looks good. And then we were doing more rooms mm-hmm. and I was like, more rooms. It's, it oh, is so one room. It is we're one doing room. more walls. Oh, we're doing more walls. Room. Sorry. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, let me help you with this one. And then I jumped in and I was like, weirdly good at painting detail. I was like, oh, we're good at this together. Uh-huh. But here's my question. So you did not have any background in visual arts. Mm-mm. Not a drop. So how did you know what kind of paint to pick up or a paintbrush or where to start? Right. I mean, a little bit of trial and error because the materials we used for that first mural are not the materials we use now. We've got different brands of paint, different brands of paintbrushes. For that first mural, we just did a trip to Home Depot and grabbed what we thought we would need. Mm. And at the end of the day, all you really need is a paintbrush. I knew I would need a pencil and a string to draw circles. Yeah. But just a paintbrush and paint. I don't think, did I even use tape for that first one? No, I think you did. You did use tape. So I knew enough to know that I needed tape, a pencil and a string. We didn't even know to seal it. And like, we just, and that that's the thing is like, because we were very upfront about what we did and who we are, we were like, hey, we we don't know what we're doing, but we'll come paint a mural for you. You know, it was very <laughs> yeah. clear. So we, we learned a lot. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. 
Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Everything looks good, but you know we learned a lot. I mean, a lot of mistakes. The beauty of being this sort of hybrid comedy painting account is that like we got to be very clear from the outset that we're you know clowns trying to figure it out yeah. and that if we make a mistake it's sort of part of we're learning and I think people like to watch us learn as much as they like to watch something turn out perfect <laughs> yeah are you guys finding when you go into homes now are people just like standing there waiting to see some like performance happen as you're painting and nobody's ever been like that but I do think that we've had people that were sort of like Hmm. Not like being funny. When are you going to start being Because we're like tired and we're like. Yeah. (laughs) There is this telegraphing on the Instagram that every second of it is so fun and delightful. And we do have a lot of fun together. Sometimes it is. But also painting them your own is hard. It's manual labor. So sometimes we're out there sweating. Yeah. Is anyone actually just sitting there watching you the whole time? It has happened. And at kind of a weird point in the pandemic where we were sort of like. Well, it actually really doesn't make sense for you to be. It's not even an emotional thing. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be in the same room as us. Yeah. Usually the people that were like, oh, my God, please come bother us and talk to us. They're like, no, it's okay." And the people that we don't feel that way about are like. (laughs) We love a sort of like pop in and out. I think your project was such a lovely like mixture of like we would work for a while and then we'd chitter, chatter and hang out. And then we'd work a little bit and then we'd hang out. Like that's really the dream. And what really I came on here to tell you, Lori, is that you really bothered me. (laughs) Really. And I wanted to say it to your face. (laughs) And in sort of a public forum. If people didn't know the type of art that you make for walls, how would you describe it? I would say much of it is graphic minimalism. Super graphics. Yeah, some like 70s variations, super graphic. Geometric. Uh-huh. And occasionally we will do a minimalist landscape. Mm-hmm. We've dabbled in illustration. But we're also, you know, learning as we go. Mm-hmm. So the reason that our aesthetic is what it is and why it has this minimalist quality is because that's, you know, what we have the skills to do. <laughs> I couldn't do the Mona Lisa in your house if I wanted to. I, I wouldn't be able to do that, which is why we don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So you started in your apartment and someone saw it and then they wanted it in their apartment and then it snowballed from there? I had posted a few pictures of our apartment. We did a few murals in our apartment. And then, yeah, we had some friends be like, oh, I want something like that. And our first actual commission that we did, which I think we did for $90, Mm -hmm. was from a friend that I had back when I lived in Philadelphia, had a friend that had moved to L.A., and was actually looking for the exact thing that I was like, oh, I just did this in my house. And she was like, would you? So she connected the two of us, and we did our very first mural. 
for yes. another person. The very yeah. first mural we got paid for. And then the day that we did that, we made Variegate Paint as its own separate page and put all of our house murals yeah. and that mural, mm. um, which maybe amounted to like seven posts. Yeah. And posted about it on our personal pages. And then all our friends went and followed that. And then those friends were like, I want you to do that for me. And then it started really snowballing and it became businesses and strangers and celebrities and what all the non nonsense that Very Gay Paint has become. Yeah. So you started in July 2020 with, you said just now, seven posts. And now you guys have over 94,000 followers. Isn't that crazy? It's amazing. I can't believe it. It feels made up. It feels like we paid for them. And we actually, (laughs) if you can believe it, I hardly do. We didn't pay for those followers. They're very real. What do you think it is? What is resonating for people? I think it's just that it does a few things at once, you know? And I think it's maybe just the convenience of that. I like to think are pretty funny. We give people a a hoot and a holler. It was a timing thing too. Mm -hmm. Like at that time where people are at home thinking about their walls, you know, like sad. Nick and I present very joy forward. And you know, a lot of everything what we do comes from joy. So people were really attracted to that. And the irreverence. I think the fact that we're boyfriends is enticing to some people. I think it's sweet to see us be sweet on each other. Mm -hmm. So it just, I think the biggest thing is that we are doing, we're juggling a few balls at once. And I think some people follow us for really different reasons. Yeah. Some people, they really are like, I only follow interior accounts. And then some people are like, I follow comedy accounts. So queerness is central to your brand. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that was something that I'm imagining was intentional as you came up with your name and your Instagram posts, which are so funny. When you were doing your branding and coming up with your name, what was your thought around that? It was so accidental. Oh, truly coming up with the name was just a variation on my personal Instagram name, which had been very gay clown. Mm -hmm. He tried to get gay clown. It was taken. So he got, he did very gay. I said, I'll do you one better. And then he was just like, well, then I'll just call it very gay paint. And then how lucky that it ended up catching on. And then centering the queerness, I think is just, is so fun and stupid because we get to assign all of these qualitative things to being queer, which of course don't exist because there are a million ways to be queer and fall under the queer umbrella. And I think the idea that it could ever be a fixed thing is so hysterical. And so a big part of the brand's point of view is playing around with being gay is this one thing that doesn't make sense. Oh, wait, now it is this other thing that doesn't quite make sense. And being like, that thing is gay. That, you know, is very hetero. It's actually gay. Yeah. What a fun little thing to play with. Yeah. Let's talk about how you painted with Kelly Wurstler. Yeah, I mean, it was for the campaign for her color line that was getting released with them. Yeah. 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 And then you did the Santa Monica Pier. Yes. Which is beautiful. And then you went into Jason Mraz's house and painted his home. We sure did. How did that happen? Um, He found us on TikTok. Ooh. And it was incredible. What a sweet guy. I can't believe. He's on an avocado farm. I would like wake up in the morning and go to the blackberry bush and just like eat fresh blackberry and just like wander around his garden. I was like, I'm in actual heaven. Oh my God. And he wrote a song for you. I know. It was like our first or second night there. And we were talking about video ideas and I said a few and I said a couple of video ideas. He was sort of quiet. And I was like, oh God, he hates them. (laughs) And then a few hours later, he like got up the piano. He was like, yeah, what if it was like a song? And he starts like writing. And I was like, Surreal. <laughs> it's a good song, too. It's amazing. It's stuck in my head. When we get a show, that's going to be our theme song. Yes, I love it. 
So I wanted to bring some of this conversation into your home. Okay. So you have your place in Los Angeles. Yes, we do. And it's not the place where you were living during the pandemic with the first wall, as you mentioned. Correct. Correct. We moved. You've moved. And you've painted your new place. Yes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Every wall, every nook and cranny. Because we want to be really intentional, especially with our space. And I want there to be a lot of cohesion. Mm -hmm. We've been painting long enough and we know enough about it that I can sort of adapt the mural design to be what it needs to be. There's a million paint colors. There's a million ways to design a mural. But I feel like I have a little less flexibility with furniture. Mm -hmm. And so as our apartment has come together, I've tried to let the furniture dictate the mural. Mm. Because it's easier for me to swap up paint colors than for me to be like, oh, I need to paint this mural, but the couch is the wrong color. Let's reupholster a couch. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think there are two things to this. My mom is an incredible interior designer. Like she can really turn a home. And so most of my life growing up, she just did everything. And so I had like very cute rooms that were more like kitschy themed. Like I had like a surf room when we lived in Santa Clarita. And so I actually had a mural my uncle painted that said Mahalo on it. My mom was like, I don't know what it means, but I like it. Wait, this is true though. We were not drawing enough attention to the fact that you had Mahalo painted on your wall and no one in your family knew what it meant. No, they just not. thought it was a pretty word. And it just said, thank you when you walked into the room. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> just said an, an air of gratitude for the whole room. Uh, but yeah, I spent maybe 3% of my time at home. I was out. I was doing choir. I was doing theater. I was doing student government. I was like, I wanted to do everything that I could possibly fit into a day. And it's funny because Nick spent so much time at home. But as a child, I was not allowed to decorate. It wasn't until I got to college. Oh, so maybe there was like this inherent desire to nest because of that. I don't know. I'm curious. I wanted to so bad. I desperately wanted to like pick out and buy my furniture and like rearrange my room. My parents are just such nutballs about like taking care of the stuff that you have, which would mean like Nick is nine. He doesn't get to move his big desk by himself. And so, yeah, I was just like really butting up against wanting to be able to decorate my room and not being able to. So when I got to college, I was like, it's happening. So not even in high school, could you be like, I want to put this painting poster? I don't know. Well, in high school, I was such a hardcore musical theater boy. That was what my room was decorated with. Well, he had his Jessica Alba poster out. My parents did get me a poster of Jessica Alba from the movie Sin City. She looks very sexy. She's in black and white. I've still never seen that movie. (laughs) Your parents bought that for you. Yeah, well, my brother was very sort of bravely and openly straight. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, yeah, like I want a poster of like, I don't know who was hot when he was like Paris Hilton or whoever was, you know, in the early 2000s, the like hot girl. So when I became like 15, I was like, yep, that me too. That's what I want. (laughs) I don't like, I don't know who I was trying to fool. We hung up this sexy Jessica Alba poster between my posters for Hairspray and Sweeney Todd (laughs) as if I was fooling anybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So how are you working with people now? Are people saying we want a specific design or are people saying go for it, whatever you want to do in these colors? There are some people that send a really loose prompt and they Mm -hmm. really mean like, hey, I understand you're an artist and I want to see your interpretation of this Mm -hmm. loose prompt. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that will send a loose prompt. And when I send the renders, they're like, well, I wanted a sailboat. How did you not get that I wanted a sailboat? And I'm like, you never said that you wanted wanted that. Right. So it does depend. I love Lucy Goosey if the response is going to be like, I understand I was Lucy Goosey. Mm-hmm. But if people really need particulars, and I understand more than anyone being like, I need a mural and I need it to be this shade of teal mm. and this shade of gray. Mm-hmm. Love that. Also scaling yeah. back, like we don't have murals booked anymore. Oh. We've totally closed mural bookings. We actually are coming out with a of rugs. Ooh. Which we're so excited about. Amazing. So you are no longer to be painting any more murals, or at least for a while? We may paint murals. We needed to pause bookings because they take up so much energy. When we do them back to back to back, like we have been for the last 15 months, it doesn't leave time for these larger scale projects. And so we're giving ourselves from like early November through the end of the year to really put our focus on some of these large scale things. Um, and to focus on entertainment and comedy. Mm-hmm. And we got, Lori, did we tell you that we got a book deal? Oh my God, it's so exciting. Okay. <laughs> so that's we'll, why we take we'll this be time because we're going to be writing a book. Yeah. So have people ever said to you, if they can't get you to come into their home and they want to recreate a mural on their own, do you give out tips on that? We'll sometimes share little things like that. We're working on, we've sort of thrown the idea around a little bit of a DIY paint kit through a paint company. So that us being like, these four colors would be great for this design. Here's a little, whether it's an instructional booklet or a video of us executing it. Mm -hmm. And then just maybe the pencil and the string that you need and the like sort of measuring implements. By the way, not everyone knows about that pencil and string trick. I didn't know about it till you were at my house oh. and I saw you doing it. And I was like, that's how they're making a circle. That's amazing. It's so easy. Everyone listening, easier. if you want to draw a perfect circle or a curve on your wall, get a pencil, tie it to the end of a string, hold the other end, and you got yourself a circle. Boom. Right there. Yeah, I think now we're getting to a point where we're just telling people, like, do it. It's not that Oh, yeah. And mess up the first time if you need to. It's just paint. It's paint. You can paint it white. Paint on top of it. Yeah. You know, that is one of the things that I really appreciate about the two of you and some other people that I've been talking to on the podcast are these creators that seem to just take a chance Mm -hmm. and go for something and perhaps not overthink it too much or not hold themselves back too much. 
and just trying. And it sounds like that's what you guys did with Very Gay Paint, where you've said, I'm just going to paint a wall and then look what happened from it, which I just find to be so inspiring. I think that's inspiring to a lot of people as far as the career they want or if they just want to do something in their home just to follow their own bliss or just to be messy and try something, as you just said. I just really appreciate that that's part of your situation. Yeah, that typically has to be, for me at least, an active thing that I remind myself about. Mm-hmm. Do it, just do it. It could be bad and just do it because I think my inclination is to be like, well, I have to have all my facts and figures and know that it's going to be perfect or else why would I even try? Yeah. So I have to sort of quiet that voice or have a louder voice or have this one next to me <laughs> who's like, it's better to do it and have it be a disaster yes. and then do it again like, than to never it. do it. Let's just do it. He's the louder voice in your ear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's screaming, screaming in my ear. <laughs> Screeching in there. Every day. It is different. I mean, you know, because it's like we, especially coming from a performance background and me from a very like clown background where you're just like, mm. you figure it out as you go in the moment. You throw yourselves in like the deepest part of the water. Yeah. Yeah. It's been interesting to apply all of the skills that we've built over, you know, our entire lives. And, you know, we're like, 28 and 30, mm-hmm. but they're coalescing and they're starting to really complement each other and we're complementing each other. Mm-hmm. It's really nice what's happening. Yeah. And you guys are doing it together. Thank yes. God. <laughs> if it was either of us on our own, we would have stopped Ooh, really early. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It takes two. We've talked to some people who have, I mean, obviously not the exact same business, but similar things that they do alone. And everyone that we've talked to has been like, I would kill. to just have a partner? to just have someone to... Even just social, other people that have success on social media, I mean, the real crippling loneliness of like feeling like you have a really isolating experience. We turn to each other all the time and we're like, hey, like, at the end of the day, it's you and me and we'll quit this thing tomorrow if it like, you know what I mean? Because you, yeah. Yeah. So you've been in these different homes. Have you gleaned some decor ideas, design tips that you've thought yourself, oh, I really like that. And you want to bring home or you have brought into your own space? I think so. I think like many of the houses that I found that I've really liked, the big takeaway that I fully did not have pre-pandemic about cultivating a space is focusing on materials, like what stuff's made out of. Mm -hmm. Because I've always really thought in terms of color and been like, what colors do I want to bring in? But started to think of like, what is made of stone? What is made of wood? What is made of glass? What Mm -hmm. is made of metal? Mm -hmm. And how do I find balance there is something that was like a real kind of blew my mind when I first started thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. How does your home reflect your personalities or your identities when there's two strong personalities coming together? Well, it's mostly Nick. My personality comes through in what we do. Mm, Okay. Nick's personality is our home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, but it's part of that is a response to the fact that Jensen has us on this whirlwind of adventure all the time. And when I come home, I do want to have some sort of quiet and some sort of like yeah. serenity and stillness. And like, I don't love for every wacky bit of our personality to be everywhere in the home because we're going to fill the space with our wackiness no matter what the space is. Mm-hmm. And so to have a home that feels like a little slice of peace. Is wonderful because I know that that container will get filled with chaos and to have that container be very tidy for me and to have like sort of clean lines. It's so cozy. Feels very good. Now, Jensen, you say that the the space is a lot of Nick. So is that how you would describe Nick then? Yeah, there is definitely an element of coziness, but only because the space is curated really well and it's not stark. You know what I mean? Because you see like these modern homes 
films. They can be stark, right? There's like, they're beautiful, but they're stark. And Nick doesn't do that. He brings a sense of warmth. You know, we have little tchotchkes everywhere, but they're really cute tchotchkes. And so there's a sense of like, people live here and there's personality, but the things are all really cute. Yeah. Now, do either one of you have non-negotiables in your space? Yes. So for me, it is like deliberateness about the location of things um, and where everything lives. So if there are tchotchkes, they're in a specific place for a specific reason. And should we sort of toy around with them, then they must be returned. Mm. That is sort of a less design, I guess, and more just tidying non-negotiable. That's a non-negotiable. Yeah. What about you, Jensen? Mine are, I think, well, lamps for sure. Lamps and fans. You need them or you don't want them? I need them. Mm -hmm. So lamps, no overhead lighting. I hate overhead lighting. (laughs) Soon as the sun goes down, give me amber, give me warmth, give me cozy. Nick likes it like fluorescent. I want it kind of like a hospital so that I can see that everything's in the right spot. (laughs) So no, that's the one thing I'm like, absolutely not. We don't do that. And then I love airflow. Mm. I'm like, we got to have a fan in every room. You know, we got that cutage-looking Vornado fan. So yeah, those are my two. Now, do you have any small space design tips? Because I know your previous place, I think you mentioned, was smaller. Yeah. I would say the shape of things is so important. I think um, in a small space, circles are actually more useful than rectangles always. Mm. I think with rectangles, you have to get so precise but you can get a lot of like flow and sort of like energy of movement. If you're Mm. in a tiny space, I would really recommend a circular table. I would really recommend like circular end tables and things like that so that it doesn't feel so square. I disagree wholeheartedly. I do find that circle a very inefficient use of space in a small area. Uh Oh, oh dear. But Jensen belongs in a dormitory. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) all right. All right. So we have two different approaches here. So when you had your smaller space, did you have circles or non-circles? We had circles. We had one circular table and I did like it. <laughs> it was the smartest thing we ever did. Oh, no. <laughs> now, as you two move forward, you're going to take a, a little break from the actual physical painting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I do imagine that takes a lot of time, energy, and you can only be in so many homes at one time. Yes, that's true. So you're expanding how you guys create, yeah. which um, is in addition to your entertaining and your comedy. So you guys mentioned the book, A Rug Line, which mm-hmm. I think is a no-brainer, of course. It's going to be beautiful. And what else? This DIY paint kit situation. Love that so much. And I would like to make videos that are accompanying it that are mm. very funny and stylized but informative yeah we'll begin pitching a television show i think in a week <gasps> um so hopefully that will pan out and be everything we've ever dreamed and at home while we have time like we're gonna paint some wall hanging some canvas some raw canvas and put it up so we're still gonna paint we're still gonna create but it's gonna be from like a space at home and then we'll put out what we make so people can still get Things like that for their home. Right. So you guys paint canvas and also you make prints too. We do sell prints. Exactly. It's true. Mm -hmm. You sell prints so people can still have a piece. They can have a piece of you in their home. Yes. We'd like to be accessible even though we can't be everywhere at once. Well, the scaling can happen with selling of prints and canvases. 
and your book and your DIY paint. You guys are taking on the world. We're trying. And you're very adorable. Thank you, Lorraine. I love talking to you. Now, fellas, I have one more question for you. What does being home mean to you? Oh, um, for me, it feels very like, I, you know, as Variegate Paint has grown, it has felt so aspirational and forward-moving and ambitious. And the real sense that I get from being home in contrast to that is a feeling of like stillness, gratitude, and peace mm. and enjoying what just exists in the current moment and not looking so far to the future all the time. It is like one of the few times carved out for us as fairly ambitious people to just to sort of be happy with what we have and to be happy with each other. I feel that every time we get to spend, you know, a little more time in our place. Yeah. yeah. Like familiarity, routine. I miss some of our glassware. And, you know, I'm like, mm. I'm like, oh my God, my favorite cup that my mom gave me. And like, you know, there's like these little moments and like, oh, my coffee cup I like to drink out of. Oh, just having, yeah, that kind of stuff. What I'd recommend to everybody is... Start an Instagram business that takes you sort of around the U.S. so you know what it's like to be away from home. It's one of the best ways to know what you got at home. You can all do that. And everybody can do that. It's Yeah. yeah, Easy. Easy. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) I sure love talking with you guys. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. Thank you so much for having us. Welcome, fellas. To learn more about Nick and Jensen, find them on Instagram at VeryGayPaint, where you can see images of their many designs and funny videos. Or check out their website, VeryGayPaint.com, where you can discover more about their murals and their products for sale. Also, go visit my Instagram account, at Lori.Gunning.Grossman, to see the mural they painted in my home. Be sure to visit our show notes for direct links to where you can discover everything that's going on with Nick, Jensen, and VeryGayPaint. You've been listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman, executive produced by Eve Epstein. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer, Maury Men, and director of audience development, Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.